Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. And what we also like to do is tell you about what is going on in Parliament, and that is why we have uh, every single time during the week uh, our good friend Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Rob, how are you doing? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing very, very well. Rob, uh, I have to say, uh, our conversations, what I like to hear about our conversations is that when I then see them in other media, not because they're listening to us per se, although perhaps they should, uh, but because the issues that we're dealing uh, are, uh, are on the forefront uh, on, on this show. And it was interesting to me that somebody wrote an article that I was reading the other day where they said the three big bills that are, that are really showing that the government is being a bit useless, and that was the water bill, which we chatted three weeks ago. Uh, it was the... Um, the Employment Equity Act, which we sort of covered, and then of course the NHI, which we've been covering for ages, and they were, you know, they were talking about how they think that this is not good and it's going to be a problem, etc. So it was interesting to see um, the, the kind of work that you're doing and the discussions that we're having here being reflected, I think, rather late in the rest of the community, in the rest of the media, but nonetheless there. It is absolutely it is, Benji. Yeah, it's great. It's great to see that uh, we're at the forefront. Of, of the media and we are uh, sort of breaking the news to to your listeners and and community uh, every Monday morning which I quite enjoy actually I think it's it's something that the uh, community should know everybody should know and um, yeah journalists I, I reckon they do listen to us I, well I, I hope they do well, if they <laughs> do they should put out a question yeah. if they do they should SMS us on 34519 and uh, and let us know Rob uh, and and <laughs> But uh, one that I think is also going to get a, uh, a a lot more attention going forward is this Bella Bill, uh, and, and that's what we're talking about today. So let's uh, carry on being on the forefront. Tell us what Bella Bill is all about. Well, Bella Bill's actually been around for, for quite a while, mm. since about 2017. Uh, Bella Bill is the Basic Education Laws Amendment Bill, which um, seeks to change uh, two two acts of, of Parliament, the South African Schools Act, and the Employment of Educators Act, which were established in, in around the early early to mid nineties, both of them there. And what it's what the Bella Bill hopes to do is bring both of those acts in line with recent developments in in education. And there've been quite a few major developments in in education um, since this Bella Bill has been out. Um, the I can go into the details, but I'd, I'd rather say that there's been quite a few public hearings already. Um, it, the bill has been presented in in quite a few different uh, forms forms already. There's been a few public participation processes that that it's gone through, and uh, it was great to see government actually holding physical public hearings in at multiple venues in all um, in all provinces. Uh, we're still going through all of those. The various committees are are tabling all of the, all of those results there, all the comments, and and trying to reformulate the bill. But as it stands, the bill is it's quite controversial. It um, it gives a a lot of power to to the MECs and heads of education in in, in various provinces, in all the provinces actually, and it it takes away a lot of the powers of uh, schools. Uh, schools education bodies or school governing bodies, which you know, takes a lot of um, uh, privacy issues away from from the from the school. Uh, doesn't allow them to make decisions, especially on language and admissions policies, 
and so on. And this applies to, to all schools, from government schools to private schools, even to home educators. There's a massive uh, stir in the public about uh, Clause 37, and Clause 37 goes on about um, replacing a, a section of the South African Schools Act, and it's very specific and very focused around home education, um, home home educators and how it's homeschooling, and uh, whether it's individuals and parents or whether it's homeschool facilities, they need to now be uh, registered. The um, the schools need to be registered. The the students need to be registered. Um, government has to conduct a site visit on on home education facilities, whether it's even at home. They interview the the learners and the parents and and the educators before uh, any approval is 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 given. And it's it basically is controlling. Uh, every aspect of of home education, what, and it's not just home education. I mean, um, yeah. the, this fight with uh, governing bodies has been going on for quite some time. We've had in the past, for example, uh, government forcing kids into schools even though there wasn't space, uh, and that all that ended up in the constitutional court. There's uh, been other cases about how admissions to schools, uh, if it has to be made free or not. So there's all sorts of things in which uh, perhaps there should be more control from the governing bodies, but the government is saying that they want to uh, control all sorts of admissions, including, uh, including I th- there's been a lot of like, I know in the Afrikaans community, a huge amount of stuff around language policy uh, and what languages can be taught at school. So all of these sorts of things which, currently are being held at the school's disposal and the parents' disposal, the government is saying, well, no, we want the, we want the control here. That's exactly, exactly the problem. Um, and most, most parents in the public hearings have, have brought up those issues. There are also issues around uh, other school admission requirements, um, uh, including uh, pupils have to be uh, pupils, students have to be, uh, to be registered and at start school in grade R now instead of grade one, which does present a bit of a financial uh, problem for for um, communities that they can't afford it, and for for other people as well. Um, it adds another year onto onto the school school career, and parents who don't do this, uh, who don't pre- present their kids for grade R, uh, face a twelve month jail sentence. Sure. Very, very hectic. Okay, so we need to be getting into this better bill, and we are doing it with uh, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. You're listening to 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. And we are talking today, as we always do, to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, talking about the Bella Bill in Parliament and where it is going and the impact it may have on education, including private education, homeschooling, and language uh, preference in in our schools. Rob, you say it's been around for a while. There have been public hearings. Mm-hmm. Where are we at with the with the bill at the moment? Uh, it's gone through quite a few phases of Parliament um, so, uh, over the past five or six years already, and through various uh, iterations and uh, changes to to the bill. Um, it's currently. Uh, out for public comment, or it was out for public comment, um, but public can still make comment through through various channels and directly to to the committee. Uh, I still think it's in its uh, infant stages. 
there's there are quite a few issues that do need to be resolved, especially around homeschooling and the uh, the school governing bodies issue, taking away powers out of the school bodies might be an issue for quite quite a few schools. Uh, place, it's basically placing the management of schools in in the hands of uh, the MECs and um, provincial governments and national government, which which could be a problem for for home schools and so on. But uh, from here, the bill. Uh, well, like I said, they've gone through the, uh, quite a few public hearings in in all the provinces, but now they're just tabling all all of those. They're making amendments to uh, to to the bill as such, and I assume it's going to go out straight back into uh, public participation once again because the bill what's come the feedback that's coming back from from the public and from the different provinces is that there are certain clauses which definitely need to be amended before the bill can be promulgated into law. Yeah, and I think that um, what's interesting, Rob, is that how often, or not how often, when, when it doesn't happen, then this opens up to legal challenges. So we had a lot of submissions, for example, mm-hmm. around the NHI, uh, and suddenly uh, you know, people very upset, for example, that their stuff wasn't taken on board at all, and now that's going to result in some sorts of legal action, I'm sure, around, for example, the NHI, because uh, in that particular instance, the government wasn't taking public public input on board seriously. That, that's exactly the problem, Benji. Uh, you know, all too often government pushes through bills that are definitely don't consider the intricacies of different communities and, and different regions. And that's the whole point of public participation is to iron out those issues before a bill is made is made law. As you said, a bill can only be challenged um, when it, it has been signed in by by the president, and that's at, at immense cost, and it's very rarely successful because it's gone through so many stages on on its way to becoming a law, mm. and uh, it's to place that kind of burden on on the community um, after the fact is is just ridiculous. The government has very deep pockets, and they can challenge. Uh, they can put up a pretty good defence uh, using taxpayers' money. Yeah, but absolutely. that is the whole point of, of public participation: is to get people to have their say and to get government to acknowledge what the what the public say absolutely. and the great input that's coming from uh, many groups, um, schools, other school bodies, uh, education institutions, and uh, non-profits out there that are are doing great work in the sector. Absolutely, and if you want to be a part of that discussion with your, the future of your child's education, go check out uh, Dear South Africa's website and you can comment there. Rob, thank you so much for joining us, taking us to the end of the show for today. Thank you to everyone who puts the show together. Uh, Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons, Vuzi on the sound, Mashadi on the production, and to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week and do join us again next week on the New Blue Review.